At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio. Anyway, I'm already bored of whatever I was trying to talk about. Let me get to the point. 
you guys, who's out there? Are you out there? Is anybody listening? Can anybody hear me? Are you sad, lonely, 10 pounds overweight, kicking at your face and binge eating in your dismal, shitty apartment bedroom right now? Are you a dude with a big dick who acts like a fucking pussy and doesn't even know how to approach a girl because you have no idea how good-looking and powerful and special you are? Are you the shyest girl in school who rips her backpack straps so tight you have calluses? Are you totally confused about your life's journey, the meaning of your life, and or your whole entire life purpose? Did you just get your heart ripped out and stomped on by your now ex-love of your life? Do you need a shoulder to cry on? Then call me. I don't know why I give a fuck. I just do. I was born like this. I want to hear all about it. That is what I'm here for. I am already foaming at the mouth because I have just said so much fucking bullshit that literally it's not a sexy look. I'm really glad you can't see me. There, I, I'm on the verge of having drool falling onto the floor. Good thing it's a hardwood floor that I'm dealing with right now. You can't see it, but it's a lovely uh, hardwood floor. I could easily swiffer up my drool later on. <clears throat> Oh, God, let's be cool, people. Come on. Let's fucking get, let's get back on track, all right? Shake it out. Shake it out. Oh, my God. I'm feeling especially bizarre tonight. I'm feeling super uncool. Um, I look adorable. I've, I've, I have my, my bangs down. My, my, uh, my hair is in a high ponytail. Anyway, that is besides the point. The point is, if any of the things I just described fit you to a T or not at all, then call in. I want to hear all about it. That's what I'm here for. Because everybody, let me just tell you, all I want to be is the big sister that you never even knew that you wanted. And even maybe, just maybe, the big sister that you jerk off to. So just pick up your phones or use Skype or Gmail or however you need to whatever you need to do to call me, dial area code six four six three seven eight zero six four nine or call me toll free at area code eight seven seven five six nine three five eight eight. Like I said, figure it out. If you can start a Facebook account, I'm sure you can figure out how to start an account uh on Skype or Gmail to make a phone call. It is the future. It is 2011, and it's pretty much almost 2012. Uh, the chat room is open, everybody. Feel free to uh, talk shit, flirt, talk shit about me. Do whatever you feel. Make friends. Don't exchange addresses. Uh, don't send pictures of your dick, please. I've had enough of that. I was going crazy on chat roulette for the last two days. I don't know. Listen, I know chat roulette is like so, you know, two years ago or however many years ago, three years ago, four years ago. Who Who knows? Who cares? The point is, the last few days I've been in a, in a very bizarre mood, okay? I've been going on bike rides. I've been walking around Los Angeles by myself. I've been happy to be alone in the crowd. And then I come home, I watch my shows, and we'll get to that later, flipping out, Real Housewives of New York City. Ladies, gentlemen, if you want to talk about it, I'm here to talk about it. Let's talk about how great Jeff Lewis is. And if I were, if I were a fucking gay man, I would be trying to fuck Jeff Lewis. He's amazing, but now he's in a relationship. He has a boyfriend named Gage, so hands off. Even though I'm wondering if all gay relationships are they all are they all open relationships? Are all gay men able who are in a relationship able to sleep with whoever they want? Because I don't think so. Because I have a lot of wonderful gay friends who are in like better relationships than I've ever been in. Like, and not not necessarily that being monogamous is better, but they're in very you know serious monogamous relationships. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. What was I I saying? Oh, yes. You guys, also, for those of you who are not listening live uh, to this 
podcast, broadcast, what have you. Um, if you can't call in during the live show, which is happening right now, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, every Wednesday, um, then I've just uh, started a new voicemail system. It's called Boy Crazy Voicemail, and the telephone number is area code 888-666-2045. All right? So leave me a message. Please try to make it under a minute. Like, okay, a minute tops. Once you hit three minutes, it's a little self-indulgent. I mean, listen, I'm the most self-indulgent person there is, so it takes one to know one. So I can totally spot a self-indulgent call. One girl called me up, went on for like ten minutes, talked about every detail of her life, about getting sushi to try to make herself feel better after a breakup and how she, like, took herself shopping. Anyways, just all these details that I would have loved to hear if we were one-on-one at M Cafe having desserts and lattes and she was my best girlfriend. Fuck, yeah, I want to hear every detail. But uh, there's a time frame here. Normally I do about an hour to two-hour show. So we don't have time for all your ridiculous shenanigans, although I totally condone trying to cheer yourself up by getting sushi or whatever. Anyway, what the fuck was I talking about? I gave you the phone number. I told you how to get through. I see the phone lines lighting up. Oh, 317-732-714. I see the numbers. Very exciting. I'm going to be picking up your phone call shortly. You guys, I felt so many feelings this week. So many feelings. Um, yes. Oh. I had a great night tonight because I uh, I had all this shit to do. I was really stressed out, and then I thought, okay, great. I get to do Boy Crazy Radio at 9 o'clock. I have a couple hours to kill. What am I going to do? now? Because I finished all my, my uh, responsibilities of the day. So I thought, I just want to go on a bike ride because I've been really into going on bike rides, um, and I'm very shy to do that, like, in Hollywood. So Plus, I'm really scared to go on bike rides. I might bike ride on the sidewalk, which is totally illegal and not okay. So every time I pass a pedestrian, I go, oh, my God, I'm really sorry. I know this is totally illegal. Okay, excuse me. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. Um, and then I passed a really cute guy, and I wanted to look adorable while I said uh, sorry or excuse me. And what came out was, <laughs> it was, uh, it wasn't cool, that's for sure. Uh, I don't think I was looking particularly cute either. I was. I hope I was. Anyway, so, okay, I was on my bike. Uh, I barely got home in in time for Boy Crazy Radio. That's why I'm in a particularly bizarre mood because I feel less prepared than normal, if that's even possible. Um, Last week, between last week, uh, we had a host, a co-host last week, and that was Mike Bloss from Here We Go Magic, an amazing band. Look into them. You're crazy if you've never listened to them. They're very hep. Anyway... Um, Mike Block was my co-host last week, and after we we did the show, we did a special two-hour show. It was exciting. I I liked it. I thought it was great. Um, I mean, I'm my number one fan. That you know, me and my mom. Anyway, um, my mom actually called last week as well. Fuck. It's like I almost sound like I did like four lines of speed, and uh, this is just trouble for everybody. I didn't. I don't do drugs. I don't even smoke pot. Um. So last week I was talking about being on birth control pills. I tried birth control pills for about three days, and then I stopped taking them because I figured, I don't want these in my body. I've never taken birth control. I don't want to take them. I don't want these weird hormones in my body. I like how I am. I don't want it to change me, and I don't want it. I just don't want this weird shit in my body. Anyway, um, and then between last week, after I, after I did the show, Mike and I were on the phone, 
and we were talking about relationships and finding love and all this stuff. And somehow between last week and this week, I experienced like a crazy range of feelings where I went from, oh, I love being single. I don't want anything from anybody. I don't want a relationship. I definitely don't want a boyfriend. Like, um, to like, you know, hours after the show, you know, alone at my house in the bathtub thinking, you know what? It really would just be nice to just take a break and maybe I should just get married and just give up all my hopes and dreams. I'm exhausted. It would be so nice for somebody just to take care of me. Maybe I can understand why women just get married and have babies. Maybe that's just what I should do. And I couldn't believe I thought that. And I think maybe it's uh, because of the birth control pills. I have this weird feeling that birth control pills made me feel, even though it doesn't really go with what birth control pills are trying to do, well, they make you more... Well, who knows? Anyway, this is neither here nor there either. Tonight I'm going to be talking like a fucking spastic cocaine speed crack addict, okay? Uh, it's just how it is. I have things that I want to tell you. I don't know if anybody out there is listening. Prove me wrong and let me know you're listening by calling in or talking on the message board or whatever, or tweeting me at I'm Boy Crazy or writing on my Facebook wall or whatever. Who do I think I am? Bravo, Andy? Jesus Christ, I'm being so bossy with my demands of how you should reach me. Because you probably don't even want to. Anyway, so then I thought, maybe I should just have a baby and forget about my blog and forget about all my dreams of all this stuff that I want to do in my life and blah, blah, blah. Because I have plans of, like, you know, what I'm going to do in my 30s, what I'm going to do in my 40s, what I'm going to do in my 50s, you know, like, because, you know, you got to have life plans. And as uh, as a woman, as you deteriorate and you're not so, uh, you know, uh, dewy and nubile, and uh, nice on the eyes, you better have a fucking life plan. You better have a nice brain. You better have cultivated a personality. And uh, that's why I plan on writing books in my 40s and 50s um, and 60s. And we'll see how long I live. Um, Anyway, then I went from wanting to have a baby to, no, 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 I don't want to have a baby. I think I'm ready for love. I think I'm ready to be in a relationship and be loved by somebody. And then I was kind of having a crush on a guy, and then I realized, well, he's very casual in how he feels about me, and I'm pretty casual in how I feel about him, and I know he's not the one. And, oh, God, he's coming to Los Angeles. He's from out of town. Well, since I'm in this mind frame of, of wanting wanting to actually spend time with an actual guy who could be the one, why would I want to spend time with some guy who's very casual and it's just like a fling thing? Why would I waste my time with that? So then I kind of went cold to the idea of having this fling, a guy come in, you know, from wherever he lives, who was visiting Los Angeles. I, I thought, okay, I'm just going to avoid him because because he's just not for me. And I'd rather spend time with somebody who's right for me, whoever that is. And in the meantime, I'm okay with being alone. And then I, my best guy friend sat me down and said, hey, wake up. You're too young to be in a serious relationship. Uh, everybody we know who's married is miserable, and if they say they aren't, they're lying, and if, if, even if they aren't, they will be. And people in relationships aren't as happy as they say they are, and uh, and monogamy might not even work, and marriage doesn't work, and all this shit. So just, like, relax, go back to being casual, get your fucking work done, career comes first. Uh, you know, you're great single. Don't. What are you talking about? Why are you looking for a relationship? Relax. So then I was like, you're right. I'm back on track. I love being alone. I love being single. And then I thought, yeah, I love being single, but then I already talked myself out of wanting to have anything to do with this guy that lives out of town who's visiting Los Angeles who wants wants to have a fling with me. So uh, anyway, this is going all over the place. I hope anybody out there understood a smidgen of what I said. I am going to take some phone calls. This isn't a joke. Um, 
So I came full circle. So here's where I'm at right now, just to end this story somewhere with some kind of point. Um, I'm back on track. I'm happy and content living by myself, being single. I have no desire or need or pressure to get married or be in a relationship, but I also have shifted in the sense that I don't really want to waste time with guys that I know aren't right for me just because they're warm bodies and maybe they're cute, maybe they kiss well. I only want to, because I am open to love and like I do, I am ready to fall in love. I'm ready to fall in love and be loved and feel safe around an epic person. So every time I venture into a thing, it's going to be with somebody wonderful where there's potential. And then when it doesn't work out, on to the next thing. And if I have to be alone in between, that's awesome because I love being by myself. So I'm all good. I have my friends. I have my family. I have a million things to do. I can go on my bike rides, my self-conscious bike rides. I can go walking around the city. Because before, I was just fucking making out with everybody on a whim. Like, oh, wee, you're this guy. I don't even like you. Please don't speak. I can't stand the sound of your voice or anything your brain might come up with. So please shut the fuck up. But you're adorable and you have lips and, you know, they fit with mine. Let's make out. And, um... I thought, you know, I want to get to 100 people. I want to fuck 100 people or something. That's what I was, like, saying. But uh, ultimately, I think everybody should follow my lead. I mean, do whatever you want to do. I don't give a fuck. But um, I see my therapist once a week. I have been advised to treat myself like my own daughter. So I'm trying to look after myself, be content on my own, and when I when I am, am with someone, have them be a very nice, high-caliber, lovely, loving person who, uh, you know, is a nice person. I'm a nice person to me. Anyway, so that's where I'm at now. Does that make any sense? I'm going to take a fucking phone call. All right. Area code 925. Thank God nobody out there is my boyfriend because you have to deal with what I just talked about. That fucking rant. Area code 925. Hi, Lexi. Hello, how are you? What's your name? Where, how old are you? Where are you calling from? Tell me everything. Well, my name is Sarah. I'm 21, and I am from Portland. You are from Portland? Oh, my goodness. Yes. And uh, where? Uh, what room of your house are you calling from, and what are you wearing? What's up the mood? Uh, well, I'm in my bedroom. I'm wearing a tank top and shorts because it's pretty hot in here. <laughs> Adorable. Is everybody imagining yeah. that? This is why men should listen to the show. Okay, now what can I do for you? <laughs> Okay, well, I've been listening to you for a while, so I kind of, I think I remember you saying that you have been on Accutane twice. Yes. Okay, so I know it's kind of a boring question, but I was on it once, and I was totally clear for like two years, but now I'm kind of coming back, and I'm thinking of going on it again, and I was just wondering, like, how it was for you the second time around. Now, let me like just tell worth you, it. Uh, it is worth it. I actually just got, well, listen, first off, let me just say I'm not a doctor, I'm not a dermatologist. I'm not a dermatologist. I don't know what's going on with your body. So first of all, uh, I had a great dermatologist, and I hope that you have a really great doctor also, because you yeah. know only a doctor can can uh, can look after you and and monitor how you're being affected by Accutane. In my personal experience, okay, here's what happened to me. I went on Accutane once, then I was clear for two years, and then I went on a trip. I, I visited my friend, and I stayed with her and her sister, and because we're all girls. We all we we started we synced up with our period. Mm-hmm. I got my period because I was with these two girls. I got my period 
I actually got it three times in one month. Can you fucking imagine that? Holy shit. Yeah, Yeah, I got period because this is why you shouldn't, nobody should have female friends. No female friends. I'm joking. I'm totally joking. Um, But I got got three periods in a month, and so my, my, my hormones went crazy. And, you know, two years after my first, my first uh, uh, time doing Accutane, I got, I started getting zits again, and then I went on it, um, I actually, God, I I went on it about eight months ago, eight or nine months ago, and I was on it for like eight months, Mm -hmm. and and then um, it was, initially, I don't know about you, but when you first go on Accutane, when I first went on Accutane, my skin was horrible, and it, yeah. And it pushes out, Accutane pushes out all the zits underneath the skin that you don't even know exist in your face, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was fucking, what would you say? The best part of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the worst part of it because you don't know how your face is going to react. You don't know what's hiding beneath the surface. So this, I, the second time I was dreading being a pizza face and having all this shit come out from below the surface. But the second time wasn't as bad as the first time at all. I barely had anything pushed out. It was all of a sudden my, my lips were really chapped. My skin was really dry, but it was flawless and amazing. And the worst part about the second time was how much chapstick I bought because my lips were so chapped and I was mm-hmm. so embarrassed talking to guys and, and my friends and going on meetings and or auditions or whatever I had to go on. Anyway, um, but you have to get your blood uh, drawn and checked once a month, you know. Yeah, that's kind of a pain in the butt, but yeah, it makes it worth it. It's worth it. My skin is flawless now, and I still get zits when I, when I get my period, but right. who who knows what this shit does to you in the future, but all I know is I hated walking around. I had the worst skin. I had to wear all this makeup. I hate wearing tons of makeup. I want to wake up and, and, and not wear any makeup and feel, you know, feel fresh like a supermodel. So You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I used to hug, and I used to hug people, and then I'd get my, my foundation on my face would get off, would come off on their on their clothes, and it was so annoying and gross. I always felt dirty, and having acne makes you feel dirty, and it's just it's painful. So I, my experience second time was way easier than the first. Make sure you have a great dermatologist and you get your blood yeah. checked every month and she keeps your liver in check because you really have to make sure your liver is okay. And, you know, and, and talk to your doctor about anything you might be worried about. She should tell you all the side effects and what it might, it might you know, who, who knows what it's going to give you 10 years from now. So let's good luck to both right. of us, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank oh. you. That's exactly, like, all I need to hear, so... You're welcome. Let me let me know how it goes because uh, I'm happy I did it a second time for sure, and I'll tell you how my second time, how long my skin stays clear too. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep you updated, and I would love to hear how you were doing too. <laughs> Thanks, Lexi. Um, take care, no problem. Oh my God, you guys! So, is anybody watching Real Housewives of New York City? Can I just say, who knew that finally there'd be a season where I'm actually Team Kelly Kelly Ben Simone? or whatever the fuck her name is. I just can't even believe it. She's like one of the most sane people. And how on the show right now, on, on you know, this season, I used to love Jill Zarin, but, you know, after what happened with Bethany and Jill, I mean, I'm clearly team Bethany. And fuck, who, who, who out there misses Bethany? Anyway, oh, this is what I was saying earlier before I rudely interrupted myself. So I've been in this weird mood. I've been going on bike rides, going on long walks, not feeling the need to, like, make out with every dude I meet. Um, taking care of myself, staying home with myself, and loving it and watching my shows. And the other day, I was like, 
I'm going to do chat roulette. Chat roulette's so scary. I, I never got into it because it just seems so scary because all those guys with their dicks out and they're, they're clearly murderers. I, I, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to give it a go. So, um, so I went on chat roulette expecting to see, you know, immediately like a murderer holding his dick and, you know, panting or whatever. And to my dismay, chat roulette was nothing but 13-year-old boys and girls, like 12-year-olds, 11-year-olds. They look so fucking young and innocent. Girls having slumber parties. I mean, clearly, chat roulette. God, if I was throwing slumber parties, I mean, I wish I was throwing slumber parties, but none of my friends, they're all too busy. They're all young professionals. They don't want to sleep over my house. So lonely being an only child. All I want to do is play light as a feather and sip as a board or, you know, watch movies, watch Fast Times Ridgemont High or Heathers or Clueless or Flashdance or, you know, Breakfast Club. Anyway, Pretty in Pink. Okay. Um, yeah, but they don't want to They don't want to hang out. So anyway, there are all these girls I could see on, on Chat Roulette, like a fucking pervert. I'm, like, seeing these girls, like, you know, in front of their computer, and they're all laughing, and they look like, they look like they're having the best time, and it's all such a great time. And it's like I saw, like, some really cute, gorgeous guys. I couldn't believe it. And then I, right, you know, and then it was so embarrassing because they would next me really quick because I looked like a mess. I mean, I just look like me, so you do the math. They fucking clicked me immediately. It was really bad for my ego, you know, whatever. Maybe uh, um, next time I tweeted this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing full hair and makeup next time I do chat roulette, for real. It's ridiculous. I mean, I, like, tried out different positions to, like, <laughs> lean in front of my computer in my bedroom. I had a high ponytail. I moved it to the high bun. I don't really love what I look like with my hair down. I like to keep it up. Anyway, so I went, like, I had, it was a chat roulette mania, and I just could not believe how few dicks I saw. I didn't want to see dicks, but I was just so ready to, like, you know, be like, ah! Anyway, I just couldn't believe it. Really good-looking people. I swear to God, it was like some weird kind of, like, casting or something. It was like some weird Levi's ad. I could not believe it. It was crazy. And then, uh, you know, and then, and then some people don't have their their microphones on, but I have mine on, and I would say, I would say, what are we doing on chat roulette? You're too good looking to be on chat roulette. And then they'd next me. I don't even know if they heard me. I hope they did. Anyway, one guy in a mask played a song for me on his guitar. I told him he was beautiful. He asked me what I wanted him to play, and I said something epic. Anyway, and then after I did chat roulette, I had seen a few gorgeous people, and I thought, I was just getting lost in my mind. I was up too late. I was Twittering too much. I was on Facebook too much. It was just disgusting. My behavior was gross. Um, Then, you know, it's like 4 a.m., and I'm like, well, surely, maybe if some beautiful person saw me on Chat Roulette, a beautiful, cute guy saw me on Chat Roulette, he probably, because sometimes I would next the guy because I would freak out, and then I'd go, why did I next him? We should have started chatting. Jesus. Or, you know, he would next me because he would think I was a monster or, you know, or maybe he was just too quick to the draw. But then I thought, surely one of these good-looking guys who saw me on Chat Roulette, who, and, you know, who was pulled away from, from me for whatever reason, surely he will have written me under the misconnection section of Craigslist. Because if he's going to be on Chat Roulette, if he's on Chat Roulette and I'm on Chat Roulette, then we probably both visit misconnection sometimes too, Right? But nobody saw me on chat roulette. Um, I, uh, so that's, that's how that story ended up. Um, I'm going to get to another phone call because I've been talking about myself way too much. But I just have so much to say to you guys because I missed you so much. Area code 317. 
Hello? Hello, who's this? Paul in Indianapolis. How are you, Paul? Okay. Had a 51st birthday last week, so had a little bit of introspection since then. Oh, my God, what's happening? Not too much. <laughs> are you suicidal? Are you happy? No, you no, no, fine? not at all. Just kind of. It's kind of blah, I guess. <laughs> oh, what can I what can I say to make you feel better? What did you want to say to me? Oh, nothing in particular. I guess just wanted to say hi. I haven't haven't talked to you in a while, so. Oh, do you go on chat roulette? No, not really. <laughs> well, oh, sometimes my. I've been in chat rooms. I've never done chat roulette, so. Oh, okay, well, chat roulette is just ridiculous, and I feel like I have for sure seen the faces of murderers. I swear to God, I feel like, you know, it's so weird. It's like a hip crew, and then all of a sudden, like, a guy who's completely a murderer. And I'm always, I'm just wondering, like, I'm always wondering when I click on the on the next button on chat roulette, I'm wondering if I'm going to land on a person who's going to commit a murder in front of the video camera in chat roulette, you know? Okay. I'm not familiar with chat roulette, sorry. <laughs> well, this doesn't even necessarily happen on chat roulette, but I feel like in my brain, like, I'm going to stumble across the one person who either takes his life or murders another person in front of his laptop or computer, you know, uh, camera, and then I'm going to witness this thing. And anyway, that's just my fear. So that's what keeps me coming back to chat roulette. Anyway, what can I okay. well, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you called in. I'm glad you survived your birthday. And, you know, if you don't get older, it means you've you died. So you're alive. You made it. Okay. And, uh, happy birthday. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'm glad you listened. It makes me so happy that you're such a loyal listener. Oh, yeah. Well, I enjoy it. It's getting, I'm, I started listening in September of last year, so we're almost coming up to our first anniversary. So. Don't tell anybody. Okay, just kidding. I don't even know what that means. I love you. Good night. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh oh. Johnny Dorian is he calling via Skype? Who's this? What is that name? Who's this? Dorian? Johnny? Johnny Dorian? I cannot believe somebody named Johnny Dorian or whatever that name was just hung up because to me the name Johnny is so sexy and gorgeous and badass and awesome. I'm really bummed. That really bums me out. Thanks a lot. Thanks for nothing, Johnny. Anyway, I hope you call back. You're probably a girl. That's fine, too. Who knows? I'm probably going to end up being pansexual. I ha- I do have a crush on a supermodel named Freya. She doesn't know me. I know her. I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> area code 714. Oh. Hey. Turn that down. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hello? Yeah, you're on. Turn your radio down or turn your whatever oh, yeah. you're listening to. I'm actually listening to you right now, so. I know. I can tell. I can hear. What's going on with you? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi. Turn, and put, um, turn that down. I'm Rooney. I'm 17, what? and I'm from L.A., and I was just, well, actually, I wanted to say, actually, I didn't even know you were an actress. I actually saw you in a movie the other day, and I was like, why does that chick look familiar? And I looked, I clicked info, and it was you, and I was like, What? What movie was it? It was um, it was the one where you're in like this prom scene and it's like water and like you shut some door on some guy like. Oh, I don't I'm know. so it was sorry. Like, um, the prom, prom movie you did. 
yeah, let's just call it, let's just call it the prom movie. It's yeah, nobody needs to know I've ever been in anything. Uh, <laughs> I really it's just kind of like okay, okay yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just like really off, but um, yeah. Anyways, I'm just gonna explain my story. So, um, a couple of months ago, uh, I started. Uh, yeah, I guess we can call it flirting around with the guy who was my friend, but I liked him, and I thought he liked me too. But he, he, my other friend liked him, and she said he he liked her too. And I asked, well, they weren't doing anything at all. Like, they were just like, oh, okay, whatever. And we started hanging out a lot, and I kind of, I've had feelings for him for a while. And, like, we just started hanging out intensively. I guess, like, he came over to my house, and it was, like, cuddle session and movies and whatnot, and um, I asked him before, like, the whole thing got really in too deep. I asked him, too. I was like, are you going to, you know, do you like anyone, or are you going to go after that other chick or whatever? And he was like, nope, no. Nope, okay, what's nope, the problem, though? Wait, so. get, 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 what, what is, what's the deal? So you like this guy, you think he might, he, you thought he might like another girl, you asked him point blank, where are you at right now? What is your main dilemma? If, if I had a gun to your head right now and I said, I'm going to fucking blow um, your brains out, tell me what the problem is, what would you say? Uh, he fucked me over and I'm trying to just move on. And I, I mean, I have, kind of. I don't think I've moved on completely because I still think about it a lot and I was just wondering what I should do here on out. Okay. You are a 17-year-old babe who lives in Los Angeles, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, correct. Um, I'm part, sure. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure you're adorable. Anybody who listens to Boy Crazy Radio, to me, is adorable and beautiful and sexy and fantastic and really knows how to live their life the right way. So also, let me just say, um, I really don't think that if I had a gun to your head, that's what your answer would have been because it was a little long. Oh, but no, it's no, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> um, if you want to know how to get over this guy, don't check his Facebook and his Twitter. Stop stalking him on the Internet. Um, I absolutely I, do not, but he does text me constantly, and I just ignore them. So. Yeah. Good. Ignore his text. He's messing with your mind. He's, he's, I don't know why he's doing that. Just take some space for yourself. Remember who you are. Here's something important. You're 17 years old. Your whole life is in front of you. I want you sure. to know I want you to figure out what your life goals are and just write a crazy list. Like, stay home by yourself, hang out with your family, be cozy at home. Uh, and can I ask that the girl was my best friend? That can you what? Kind of messed up. He went after my best friend. So, I mean. So, what's, kinda, what's your question? Like, it was kind of, I lost the guy and my best friend, and I was just wondering where I should go from here on out. Like, I've completely moved on. I'm okay with everything. I'm just kind of, like, here, like, fuck, what do I do? Okay, listen to me. So your best friend likes this guy, and he likes her, and now they're together? Yeah, they're official, like, boyfriend-girlfriend. And, and were you boyfriend and girlfriend with this guy ever? No, I was – I had feelings for him, and I was – and, like, they've been close for a while, and I didn't really want to tell her that I liked him because I know her, and – she just handles things out of control, and I wanted to, like, make sure I really liked him. And the day I was going to tell her I liked him, she was like, point blank, I like the guy. Who's name? Okay. Who's Henry. 
I know, but you listen. You didn't lose your friend. Why? Why did you? Why do you think you're, you've lost your friend? Because you're mad at her? No, I mean, like it was weird because we both handled it differently. She, um, she. So, but listen, oh, we, we don't have, listen. We don't have all the time in the world for your problem because other people are calling in. When I, you need That's to like true. come up, figure out how to answer questions more quickly. And I'm not being an asshole. I'm just being. I'm being your friend and I'm being honest. And yeah, I just sorry. Listen, if just focus with me here. I don't understand what's going on in your life, and I want to understand so I can give you the right answers and the best advice I can possibly give you. So, is your friend mad at you? Just yes or no. No. Uh, is is she girlfriend boyfriend and girlfriend with Henry? Yes. Are they happy? I haven't talked to them in like two months, so I wouldn't know. Okay. So the only person holding a grudge, and then Henry, the only person holding a grudge is you against this girl because you liked Henry. And are you mad at your your old girlfriend? Um, no. We tried to fix things, but she was just kind of like, "No, like you're wrong. Like you're crazy. You're trying to be a homewrecker." And I'm like, "How am I being a homewrecker? We're trying to work our friendship out, and you're calling me a homewrecker when I didn't." Well, wait, do you're, wait, hold on. You're leaving gaps out, and I want to understand you. And and. I don't. You didn't tell me what you did. What, what you wanted to be friends with her. She's calling you a homeworker. I don't understand. Like I don't understand I wanted, your story. We tried working things out. It just didn't end up correctly. And why did she call you a homeworker? I have no clue. I really have no clue. She was just like, "No, I think you're a homeworker, but I still want to be your friend." And I'm like, "It it just didn't work out." So. Okay, here's what I'm going to tell you. Based on what the fragments of your story that I think I understand, and I totally, I've been in your situation, I've been in your friend's situation, I've been in Henry's situation, uh, and a lot of other people have too. So listen to me. If you want to be friends with your girlfriend, push your ego aside. It wasn't meant to be with Henry. Maybe you guys, you're very young. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? Sometimes people don't like you the way you like them, and it hurts your feelings, and it sucks. And you think, what's wrong with me? How come they don't love me? What's wrong with me? And for whatever reason, and also, let me just tell you, sometimes it's really uncomfortable for another person who who might just like you as a friend. It's really uncomfortable for them to, to feel like they're letting you down and, and and not loving you the way you want to be loved. So it's it's hard for, let's say, maybe Henry was in an, unco- in an uncomfortable position. He doesn't want you to feel bad, and he likes you, but... And and sometimes people just like each other, and people can't help what they like. So your friend and Henry got together, and you feel like the odd man out, and you feel embarrassed because you put yourself out there, and you didn't get what you wanted. So if you can just be calm and cool and just and just say, you know what, Mike, to, to your girlfriend, whatever happened, I'm sorry if I acted weird or if it's weird between us. I just want to let you know that, like, I love you. You're my friend. I really want you in my life. Can we just be normal again? Then see what she says, and then maybe if she's weird about it, give her her space. If she's into it, then try your best to go get things, get back to normal. And and there is no normal. It's just every day. Life is constantly changing, and you put one foot in front of the other, and you just try to uh, learn from things. And, yeah. and right now, you just, you just need to not, like, it's an ego thing. And I, if that, I hope that makes sense, but it just means that, like, the only problem yeah, you have really is. Does. Yeah, the only problem you really have is that you put yourself out there and you kind of got rejected. And it's not bad. It's just it is what it is. And the good thing is, here's something to look forward to. You're going to meet somebody yeah. who's right. You're going to meet somebody who's right for you, and it'll be better that you know that you're not with Henry because now you're open for the, another person who's right for you. And in the meantime, 
just work things out with your friend. Life happens. Things are messy. It's going to get messier and crazier when you're when you're in your 20s and 30s and 40s. It, it always it's all the same. It's all high school, but then you're a grown up, and it's still high school. And um, in the meantime, take care of yourself. Uh, watch movies. Hang out with your family. Figure out what you want to do with your life, where you want to travel, what your goals for your whole life are so you can take over the world. And, and let's say your girlfriend and Henry never talk to you again and they're complete fucking assholes to you. Then come up with a goal list so you can fucking take over the world and be like some crazy billionaire <laughs> who, who like, like the next Oprah or something in the future, and then they'll really be sorry. So let this weirdness motivate you to be the best version of yourself you can possibly be. And so focus on yourself right now, okay? And just be nice to everybody because who cares? It's all... It's just life. It just happens. It's, there's no black and white. Does that help at all? Yeah, it does. Actually, it helps a lot. Thank you so oh, much. You're welcome. Call me anytime. I love you. Goodbye. Oh, my goodness. And Johnny Dorian called. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Johnny? Okay. Yeah. Who is this? Your name is amazing. Are you straight? Yeah. This is so exciting. How tall are you? It's really it short. It doesn't matter. It really Oh my god, there are two people. Is this a couple? Yeah. yeah. Okay, what's going on? Is this a prank call? No. <laughs> okay, so what's going on? Who's on the line? Who's the girl? My my girlfriend. Um well even She's if this right is a prank call. Even, nope. if this is, even if this is a prank call, it's fucking awesome so far. Okay, so how old are you guys? Where are you calling from and what's going on with you two? Well you you Okay, um, we're 15 and 18. And, and um, you're 15, right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and um, my boyfriend is visiting me from California, and he's stayed here for six weeks, and we've had the best time. And he's leaving in a week, and we were wondering if you had any suggestions for things we could do before he leaves so we won't feel like we missed out on anything. Um. Oh, my goodness. This is tough. Where is he going back to? California for a little while. Oh, wait, but where is the 15-year-old? Where is the girl from? Where are you from? Oklahoma. Oh, my God. You're there, aren't you? Yeah. Why are you, so it's like I'm just asking whatever city you're in versus, like, where you're going. I just want to know where the two cities are. Um. Well, here's the deal. I don't know. I don't know. I've been in long distance relationships. Are you guys? Are you guys boyfriend and girlfriend officially? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna try to be? So you, your, the plan is you're gonna be monogamous. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Well, listen. This is not gonna be easy, but it's possible. Um. Here's. I have another question. How? When is Johnny coming back to Oklahoma? This sounds. <laughs> Sounds so cute. Okay, go on. I'm I'm gonna try to go to college here. Are you only going to college? Um, wait, Johnny, what's your girlfriend's name? Heather. Heather. Okay. Oh, this is great. This is like out of some kind of movie where you guys end up like both committing committing suicide together or something at, at the mall. <laughs> anyway, don't don't do that. Okay. So, are you only going to go to try to go to college because of Heather? No, I'm just going to college. I, I hope not. Might as well go somewhere. Might might as well go somewhere. What do you want no. to do with your life? Okay, I'm just... I, just pretend she's not there and you're just okay. talking to me, okay? Pretending she's not... Still a good choice. I, I like I like the city. It's great. 
What are your life goals? I'm not sure yet. I, I want to okay. just want to have a family, live a good life. Have a fa- How are you going to make money for the family? Well, I'm going to get a job. I'm uh, not sure what, do you want to- yet. what? I'm not sure what I want to major in or anything yet. If you could be anything in the whole wide world, Johnny, what would you be? <laughs> I don't know. Well, figure it out. Heather, what do you want to be? If you could be anything in the whole wide world, what would you be? Um, I would be an uh an, a painter. A painter. So I hope you're painting every day. I'm working on it. <laughs> all you have, all you have to do is just paint. That's all you have to do. You don't have to work on it. Go to the store, get some art supplies. You know, Johnny can buy you some art supplies. Um, he says he's going to get a job. Okay, so you're going to go back to California. What are you doing in California? You're just going to be there for summer vacation or what? Yeah, gonna. Well, I'm. No, I live there. So. How did you guys meet? <laughs> Chat roulette. Yeah. <laughs> Is this I, a prank phone call? How did you guys? No, know? no, it's not a prank phone it's call. It's just embarrassing. Kind of. Yeah. Embarrassing. <laughs> How did you meet? Are you guys both stoned right now? No. <laughs> Tell me how you met. Okay, don't tell me how you met. Whatever you want to do. Okay, so it's, listen, it's what? Okay. It's, I, 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 you guys cut out. I couldn't hear how you said you met, but you don't have to tell oh. me whatever. It's fine. All right. Um, the point is, if you want to be monogamous to each other, be monogamous. Call each other all the time. Text. Be on Skype. Uh, oh. Send pictures. Send pictures via your your smartphone, and see how you feel. And it's like a day to day. It's like a it's a constant practice. Like it's like a day to day thing. If you're going to see how you feel and it's like maybe Heather or Johnny, one of you might be tempted by another person and you might want to make out with somebody or you might get drunk or you might whatever. Uh, it's difficult. It's hard enough being monogamous in a relationship. Well, it's not hard when you're in love and it's, yeah. it, it's hard when you're apart because guys want to fuck people all the time because, you know, they, you know, they're, they're thinking with their dicks. They want to fuck anything that's moving with a vagina and I don't blame them because I feel like I'm like more a dude sometimes than a girl. And I I I want to have sex and make out with lots of people all the time. Um, but I'm also very emotional. This has nothing to do with anything. But anyway, um, I don't know what you're gonna do. You're gonna you're gonna live day to day, and you're gonna figure it out, and you're gonna communicate, and you're probably gonna get in weird fights sometimes too, because you know Heather's gonna call you up, and then Johnny's gonna sound weird, and then and you're gonna be like sounding a little bit disconnected, and then Heather's gonna pick it up in your voice because she loves you so much and she knows you. And she'll be like, why do you sound all weird? And then you'll be like, what do you mean? This is how I sound. What are you talking about? She'll be like, forget it. And she'll be like, you know what? Forget it. I hate you. We're, we're breaking up. And then she'll hang up on you. And then you guys will have horrible nights. And Johnny will get drunk. And Heather will get drunk. And you always think the guy's going to fuck some other girl. But really, the girl, Heather will probably go make out with some other dude. And then she won't tell Johnny because you guys will make up the next day. And then. You guys will make up the next day, and then she didn't fuck the guy the night before. She only made out with him, so she really doesn't have to tell Johnny, and he's not there anyway, so he's not going to pick up on it, and it's only a make-out, and who cares? You're really young anyway. I don't know what you're going to do. You're going to tell me how it goes, but how do you guys feel? Johnny, do you feel like you can be monogamous? Yeah, of course, definitely. Heather? I'm in love with John. Well, I like to call him Johnny. I'm in love with Johnny. You're in love with John. Johnny, too. (laughs) Um, I think you guys are going to be okay, but here's the deal. 
first and foremost, take care of yourselves, okay? Figure out what you want to do with your life and don't let your weird love that's probably going to end at some point anyway, don't let it ruin your life. Like, Johnny, Heather, Heather, you're very young. You've got to be where you are. You've got to be in Oklahoma because you've got to be in school and doing your thing. Don't drop out of school. Figure out what your dreams are and don't let the other person hold you back and, and don't get too comfortable because you have a life to live. You have to do shit. you got to go travel. you got to travel everywhere to New York and Europe and fucking everywhere and, and make sure you figure out what your dreams are and then make your dreams come true, okay? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So good luck and try not to get any, you know, if you guys talk to other people when you say you're being monogamous, the only scary thing is, like, Johnny could come back and you guys could have sex. And then if you guys are fucking around and having drunk and unprotected sex or protected sex or whatever, like, if you're lying to each other about it, you could give each other STDs. So, like, try not to fuck around or at least try to be honest about it, even though that will probably totally end your relationship. But, you know, good luck. All right. Thank you, Alexi. You're welcome. I love you guys. And also, I'm just going to say they're not there anymore. I've hung up on them. But, God, it's just. It's hard. Being in a monogamous relationship so young is hard. There's so many hormones, and, and it's so weird because I'm thinking about this too. It's like the idea that you know, part of me thinks I'm never going to get married because I don't believe in marriage because everybody seems so miserable or we're not meant to be with everybody, with somebody forever. You know what I mean? Like and things ultimately end. Like you learn things, you have a great time, and it is worth it. It's worth staying in love. It's worth everything you go through. But can it last forever? And also, people settle so much. They find someone and they say they're happy, happy, and they they're afraid of being alone, and they just settle. And it's just like, I don't know. I'm going on a rant. I'm going to take this phone call. Area code three four seven. Hello. Yeah, you're on the air. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, my name's Sheena. I'm uh, 20, calling from Queens, New York. Sheena, 20, Queens, New York. What is going on with you tonight? Oh, wow. <laughs> I just figured I'd call. I'm kind of surprised that I got through, to be honest with you. <laughs> you got through, babe. Tell me everything. Pretend I have a gun to your head, and I'm saying, what's your fucking problem, Sheena? Oh, go. okay. So, um, anyways, so I'm calling today uh, to ask you a question about hooking up with yeah. friends. Yeah, so I recently got into... Um, an instance where uh, I turn end up that down. Up turn your turn your radio down. Turn your computer down or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, because you can probably hear yourself. Yeah, so it's but, too loud. Um, okay, but um, anyway, I recently got into an instance where um, I hooked up with a close friend. So um, the thing is, is that it was very exhilarating. Like I liked it, I loved it, but I'm not ready to be in a serious relationship. However, it's freaking me out because I'm waiting for this like moment of, like, realization to hit me and be all disgusted. And I'm, I don't know, I just need your advice on that, I guess. (laughs) You're you're waiting for this moment of realization to be disgusted by the fact that you've made out with your best friend that you never thought was attractive? Well, it's not that I never thought he was attractive. I I found him attractive, but it was more like we were more friends type of thing. I can never picture myself hooking up with him. And now that I'm hooking up with him, I'm waiting for this realization to be like, ew, disgusting, gross, but it's actually very great. Like, I'm enjoying it, but I'm somehow waiting for this realization to hit me that it's not so great. Well, listen, I appreciate how deep you think about stuff that you don't really need to think so deeply about because, hey, I do the exact same thing. Guilty as charged. Here's what I want to tell you. Relax, take a breath, 
you don't need to overthink so much. It's too much. You're thinking too much about things that you don't really need to be thinking about. The worry is for nothing. You're having a great time with him? Awesome. Enjoy the time with him. If you happen to freak out and, and there's an expiration date to the fun you're having with this person, you will know it when you feel it, and then you will act accordingly. Okay? So enjoy the oh, time okay. you're spending with your friends. So relax, chillax. It's all good. Just try to, whatever happens, maintain the friendship and, and don't don't let the friendship go to shit. Okay? And then you're all good. So lucky you guys. Have a great life. Call me if you need all me. All right. Thanks, Alexi, for everything. All right. Thank you. Oh, my God, her problem is uh, she's having a great time making out with her best friend. It feels too good that she's having great sexual chemistry with someone she likes as a person. What a bummer. Area code code 801. Oh, my God. What the fuck? You guys cannot believe this. Oh, my God. My God, do you know what that sound means? That sound means I'm going to get to some of the fucking calls that people left, some of the voicemails people left on my boy crazy voice mailbox. Last week, I was, or maybe a week and a half ago, I was feeling bummed out. I'm a very moody emo girl, in case you don't even know. Um, so I tweeted, how do you go from being in a bad mood to a good mood? And I got some lovely messages. So anybody out there, if you're feeling bad and you want to get in, be, be in a better mood maybe some of these uh, calls these messages will help you like they help me hey Alexi I just saw your question how to go from a bad mood to a good mood and what I usually do is even if I showered already that day I will go back and take another really long hot shower and play some music and do my makeup and my hair just to have some time to myself and to like kind of restart the day or I'll like watch a TV show that I really like or just do something that I like but generally like the hot shower is like a total mood adjuster for me so yeah that's my answer bye thank you very much that was fucking fantastic and it actually did work and I appreciate that hey Alexi the number one key for going from a bad mood to a good mood is to go on a series of deep drunken, debaucherous experiences until it just breaks and you're suddenly in a strange Tyler Durden-esque wonderland of everything seeming to make sense and the aspects that were in that made you in a bad mood just seem so trivial. And usually it happens in one or two times. Just go out and get drunk, <clears throat> you know, drag someone home from a bar, uh, you know, make out with a stranger and, and all of a sudden it just, ah, my life is charmed and cool and all those reversals of fortune were just about getting me in the right place, and I am the God's special creature, and the Earth Mother is pushing me around where they're supposed to be. Or it can take weeks. And at the end of the day, though, it's about reminding yourself that it's not about whatever it is that put you down. It's about whatever it is that puts you up. And that's news from your friend, Sax Carr, and Fandom Planet at thefandomplanet.com. Bye. Thank you so much, Zach Carr. Oh, my God. That was fucking awesome advice, actually. That was really great. Thank you. Got to listen to some Bone Thugs and Harmony. What else? All right. That advice didn't help me so much, but I appreciate the effort. 
Alexi, the way to go from a bad mood to a good mood, you're going to laugh. But the way to do that is to listen to as much R. Kelly as possible. Nothing before nothing before 2000. Uh, he released TP2.com in 2000, and that's a pretty good CD. So you listen to that, or Chocolate Factory, or Happy People, uh, or the latest one, Love Letter. That's a pretty good one. Anyway, listen to a bunch of that. You're not even going to be sorry. I'm serious. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? He is serious. Thank you. No, but don't listen to tp3.com reloaded, even though it has the first five chapters of Trapped in the Closet on it, because the rest of it is total garbage. All right. I'm glad he clarified. Um, Okay. So another question I put out on Twitter was, Somebody tell me why relationships are good. So give me some some hope. Let me know why. Remind me of why relationships can be a good thing. Because I know they can be. I've been in great relationships. I've learned so much about myself in relationships. I feel like relationships are when, you know, another person, the only time you can truly see yourself is when you're in a relationship because all your worst shit, all your worst qualities and habits come up and you, you can see yourself. Uh, in the other person, like the other person serves as a mirror. But anyway, I forgot why they can be good, and somebody left me a voicemail message to remind me. Let's, let's check it out. Hi, Alexi. This is uh, Paul calling just to let you know why I love being in a relationship. It's just a feeling you get waking up next to someone in the morning and knowing that they love you and accept you and they let you love them back. It's just, it's just the greatest feeling in the world. I love it. Bye-bye. That is very sweet. Um, hmm. One day I will be in a relationship. I would love for people to tweet me at I'm Boy Crazy to tell me who they think I'm, I'm going to fall in love with next or who's going to be the father of my child or who's my next boyfriend going to be. Just randomly. I don't give a fuck. Whoever you think my next boyfriend might be, if you're listening, tweet at I'm Boy Crazy. The letter I, the letter M, B O I C R A Z Y. Just tell me, because my best friend, who's a guy, keeps saying it's Ray Romano. I'm gonna end up with Ray Romano, and I don't believe it. I don't want to believe it. Um, you guys, another fantastic episode of Boy Crazy Radio. I appreciate all that you do for me, and I hope you appreciate some of what I do in front of you. Um, you guys, thank you so much for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by boycrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, every Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please, again, follow me on Twitter if it doesn't disgust you. At I'm Boy Crazy. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. And I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. Take a female to the island.
Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.